Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. We are talking about pain management with Dr. Eugene Pereira from Sarasota Memorial Hospital. Very, very interesting approach to controlling your chronic pain. Do you have chronic pain because you have rheumatoid arthritis or osteoarthritis or an injury? Uh, Whatever it is, now there is an entire subspecialty of physicians who focus on treating chronic pain. And Dr. Pereira, we were talking about this during the break, that a lot of people think that, well, I can only manage this with a prescription painkiller, such as an opioid. And of course, now we have such a huge problem with opioids. Nationally, people are addicted. If you're taking opioids, it does not mean automatically you're going to become addicted. There is, it's possible to to supervise someone taking opioids. Uh, but it takes a lot of work, right? Um, but there are so many different side effects. Tell me about the side effects associated with that. So beginning with how opioids work, once people realize that, I mean, that gives them a new perspective on things. Opioids do not take your pain from you. They take you away from your pain. So it is the phenomenon of dissociation. So you could be lying there on the operating table and being cut open with a knife, but if you were given sufficient amount of opioids, you just lie there and not care. So it removes the um, emotional and painful aspect of your pain or you from that situation. Unfortunately, by the time we are in middle age, all of us are kind of unhappy with where we are in life. So see the parallel I'm trying to to draw here that people who are not satisfied or unhappy in their state in life end up reaching out for the opioid bottle, which may have been prescribed for them during time of an injury or a surgery because it made them less anxious or made them care a little less about their overall situation. So whenever a person is unhappy or dissatisfied in their life, uh, all of us are looking for a means of escape. I mean, right from the fantasy novel or the fairy tale or or the dream vacation or the sweepstake we hope to win or, or or all those um, movies on various TV channels that have a happy ending. We all want our life to be different than what we are. And part of that is our own fault because we start comparing our lives to uh, someone else or something else, or even uh, more uh, ironically to a, a fictional situation such as a television plot. And and when we, when we start pondering that and we start feeling more and more unhappy with where we are. And remember I said earlier, a mental illness in the form of depression or uh, dysthymia can manifest in a non-specific pain situation such as abdominal pain or back pain. Now, forgetting that we are suffering from the stress, if we went to a modern physician system, then there are protocols to find out why you're hurting inside and so that uh, obliges uh, you to have some form of CT scan or MRI and everyone is going to have some anomaly on that CT scan and MRI. Unfortunately, uh, once patients realize that they have that, then they're fixated on that. And so they're looking for relief for the anomaly on the MRI on the CT scan rather than what's the underlying cause of their pain. Mm-hmm. So more often than not, they they are looking for someone to give them an epidural steroid injection or a cortisone shot or a nerve block or a pill to take care of the anomaly they see that they have on an MRI, which may not be affecting them at all. And uh, uh, in the early days of MRI, when 100 people were taken off the street and were given an MRI for testing, 95 of them had 
by definition very horrible uh, anomalies on their discs and spinal spaces but only 5% of those actually had any pain mm. so uh, the unfortunate part is we tend to treat the picture rather than the person the picture belongs to sure so um, that starts the spiral again so if their injection does not work then the, if there's a surgery involved they get a prescription of opioids and then the opioids don't work and if some part of the body is is immobilized to re- relieve the pain at that segment the next level starts to wear out and then that requires fixing and pretty soon we are in a very uh, complicated mess sure and and some people do become addicted to opioids uh, and some people can can maintain the chronic use but the chronic use is associated with all kinds of problems not the least of which would be uh, not being able to go to the bathroom properly and all kinds of situations like that so uh the biggest uh, tragedy there is that in the days of uh, liberal opioid prescribing and i use the word liberal in a medical way um everyone who went to their doctor was be, was able to get a prescription of opioids now by nature opioids are medications that the body becomes tolerant to so if for example if two pills a day kept me going from with my arthritic pain for six months after six months the body would require more and uh, given periods of time that that medication would be dropped doubled tripled and new formulations came into the market such as extended release twenty long acting and pretty soon the physician who was not specialized in prescribing opioids and another travesty was we never really got much training in medical school about handling opioids for chronic pain uh, would then throw their hands up and say that's it i'm not writing you any more mm-hmm. prescriptions which would then lead these patients to the street corner to try mm. to get those off someone else and uh, then to illicit opioids that were available without a prescription it's very sad yes yeah it's it's terrible and a lot of the agencies now are strongly urging physicians not to prescribe opioids as the first line of defense so so let's move on from those types of prescription painkillers there are also painkillers that you can take if you have a a pump implanted in you. And that's where we get into sort of the unusual ones. At the beginning of the program I was talking about my favorite topic when it comes to pain management because it's so unusual and that's the venom from the the poisonous sea snail from Australia. I just think it's it's just so so obscure and yet some people are helped by it. So believe it or not that has been around for over 25 years now. And in one iteration or another um I I remember when I was in residency it was given a a research code name called SNX111 I mean like Fireball XL5 or something but uh, uh people were trying their best to get a handle on how to use it and the initial tests were pretty disastrous because we were using probably 10 times more than should have been used and um, so that went back to the shelf and then someone picked it up again and looked at it closely and now it is being used as an alternative to opioids for neuropathic pain uh in it is uh, implanted uh, i mean it delivered through a spinal catheter and is if, uh, filled into a reservoir that is computer controlled okay so it's a lot different now the way you use it and then there are other uh, different types of drugs that can be used with these pumps that that provide the medication to your system right uh historically the pumps were only fda approved for two chemicals one was morphine and one was baclofen for spasticity uh off label people have been mixing all kinds of concoctions it's almost like a witch's brew mm. and uh um 
the i use uh, in the rare amount of patients that i treat with pumps here um i used to do pumps more frequently earlier i used to use a lot of uh, local anesthetic in there because it would it would block the transmission of uh, stimulation from the periphery through the spinal cord to the brain and a very low dose um local anesthetic would help relieve pain um people have tried anti-inflammatories people have tried uh, blood pressure medication and all other uh, tri- uh, pathways of pain dopamine is now being slowly touted as a a neurotransmitter in pain and they're trying to use dopamine blockers with some success a lot more has to be done to finesse that but uh, uh, it's exciting from a parkinson perspective it's frightening to me you know i i think gosh because of course you're trying to get more dopamine in parkinson all right, uh, all right well we we want to talk about procedures now but we are going to take a quick break when we come back going to find out about the very latest procedures for pain management happening at Sarasota Memorial and whether they're right for you. This is Health Check with Heidi Godman on WSRQ. More with Dr. Eugene Pereira in just a minute.